Welcome to Comp. This is going to be a shortened podcast. Uh, a lot of technical issues. Look, for, here's the deal. We're launching a new podcast this week. Me and Lucy Steiner. Our love is disgusting. The new episode is out on iTunes and all sorts of platforms. It should be now. It might, you know, the whole approval process. I tried to do it a week out, and I think we put a promo, like a minute long day. Whatever. It didn't necessarily take. It's taking longer than it took for Comp to get approved, and that took a while. So point is... This one's a little bit shorter, as you can see, but uh, we're going to be back. I'm, I'm, I got a new workflow I'm working on uh, to do these more uh, efficiently and just kind of better, better for everyone. So, you know, bear with me. This is still an episode. It's funny stuff happens. Uh, we'll get back on it. So just, you know, enjoy. Uh, don't don't give me. It's not going to be. People ask me on, on fucking Instagram for 90 minute episodes. Yeah, we'll get there. But, you know, this is not it. So Enjoy. Joining me, I do not have Lucy Steiner with me. That is the different show now. You can check us out on Our Love Is Disgusting. It's our new podcast. It should be dropping Friday. If you uh, want to take part in the show, get excited. Uh, you can give me suggestions because I'm making my first ASMR video. If you're not familiar with ASMR, is it's one of those things where weird, creepy, attractive people talk very softly. They talk softly into the mic. Not like this at all. It's actually very soothing. Uh, you can see where it's going. So what I want is from you. You can tweet at me or Instagram at me, at Ray. Probably better to tweet. I don't know. But do both. Follow me on both, at Ray Kump. Suggestions for things I can touch. Now, these objects, of course, uh, not people. Uh, you know, thing, jiggling loose change. I think they pet furry things in these videos. You can be a part of it, be a part of the sensation. Um, it's a kind of a fetish thing, I think, or some people just respond to the frequency. I don't understand how it works. Maybe I'll lay in a clip here of an ASMR video. Maybe not. You know, like maybe I'll start making more interactive, goddamn uh, podcasts with more you know media spliced in. You wouldn't even know the difference. That's just like it's like an NPR. I hate NPR, by the way. I want to go on record. Uh, I find the whole thing abrasive. I find them unsoothing. I, you know, I, I think they're supposed to be pleasing to the ears. I find them to be smug. They're arrogant pricks. I never listen to cereal. I tried listening to cereal, and these fuckers. I just fucking. I don't want to call her a bitch because that seems sexist. But just terrible broadcaster. I don't remember her name. Uh, I hated it every just hi well this is a quirky thing I um I was looking into this and uh I found on a calendar that uh March actually mean who gives a shit let's get to the point just mumbling and babbling if it was me people would say you're a slob you should kill yourself you know I I get those messages I get the messages from Cincinnati Benjamin telling me why don't you just get a gun so you can shoot yourself in the face I live in New York City I can't have a gun Cincinnati Benjamin all right fucking nooses and all this shit. And it's like, you know, maybe I could do that, but I'm not going to. But does she get that? Probably because she's a woman and, you know, famous, but not for that reason. And uh, I hate 
the whole thing, and apparently HBO has made something that debunked everything she did. So it was Sarah Honig, is that worth Koenig or I don't know. Sandra doesn't matter. Point is uh terrible. Terrible goddamn uh broadcast. And uh, I don't like NPR in general. I don't like the whole, like, we're going to take it through this. I have a roommate uh, who's like, you know, uh, let's just you know, let's call him a roommate who lives in the room, you know, the same apartment, uh, whatever. And I hear he's fucking, his walls are super thin. And he, he fucking watches Bill Maher. Oh, God. I mean, Bill Maher is fine. He comes at me acting like fucking he's some intellectual. He's really just a moron. And he fucking, you know, just is always... He's one of these guys who, like, discovered politics at 30. I think he's going to fucking talk to me about shit. I've been in the muck since I was fucking, you know, I don't know, 14. doesn't make me a genius, but I'm not going to listen to some slob who fucking gonna bring up the gulag archipelago, and he's like, oh, is this the fucking, you know about that because of Jordan Peterson? And like, no slob, all right? I knew about books. I mean, I've read everything. I'm aware of the books out there. I have to have Jordan Peterson tell me to read them, you fucking maniac. And I think he's like a liberal, but he thinks Jordan Peterson's great. And it's like, I'm not here to bash everything Peterson does, but like, just fucking have an ounce of goddamn discretion, intellectual discretion, you fucking mo- just idiot. You fucking making beats all the time, cooking your beats. And you fucking telling me, trying to tell me what's up about Solzhenitsyn. It's like, fuck off. Go read a book, you fucking. And, oh, God, we you know, kick your father into the belly of a whale and then fucking fuck your father. You go fuck your father in the belly of a whale. Make love to your father. I don't know what the fuck that guy's talking about. Western civilization's fine, but like, I gotta hear his Canadian fucking tell me about, like, you know, well, here's what it takes to be a man. Listen to Beowulf. Learn how to be a man. Like, that guy's a fucking. Like, he's gonna take me with his fucking predator diet, with fucking just compacted shit. He's got all he, all he does is eat meat at the age of 50. You know his shit's compacted. He's not even eating greens. He's just taking these fucking hard, goddamn, you know, Greek myths, the hard shits. He's fucking just these black, putrid fucking. He's taking, like, you know, Pepto Bismol probably because he fucking eats too much ribs. Because he's like, that's the carnivore diet. And I'm like, it cures my daughter's fucking uh, autism or whatever. Did what, she have autism? I don't remember. What's the thing? Uh, what's, the, what's the thing with the seizures? Who has seizures? Uh, epilepsy. I think I don't know if it cures those epilepsy or not, but this is the kind of shit he talks about. And this is the guy who I'm gonna listen to about literature. Like maybe if you can, you can suggest a suggest a book. But this is my point. This roommate he listens to fucking NPR all day and they hear this shit, this fucking nonsense about like. Oh god! This is like this, there was a radio program about how like the Confederate like there was conspiracy theorists in the Revolutionary times, and it's because like what was it like? Because Samuel Adams was like fucking spreading pamphlets. Like yeah, we all know about the fucking pamphlets, but stop trying to fucking shoehorn it in with fucking relevant pop culture. You fucking think this is what you think people can digest? Say what you will about Jordan Peterson, he doesn't. Pander to fucking the, the oh, I know we make, why don't we make it more quirky like Hamilton? Let's just make it fucking more quirky and fit, fit into your pop culture paradigm. Shut up! Just tell me what the fucking history is. I need you to fucking zhuzh it up for me with your fucking. I'm just so sick of what they what these these 
know nothing. Fucking millennial slash who the fuck know Gen Xers who fucking work in this comfortable New York City building probably and they're fucking making these like radio edits. They live in this bubble of mediocrity. Just making this... Did you know that you know women used to have their clits cut off? It's still happening, but you're too obtuse to see. Why don't you make a fucking quirky program about clitoral circumcision? You're not. You don't do it. You don't face the hard facts. Maybe they do. Maybe they have a whole fucking series. But I get turned off, and that's the point. I don't like it. I find the whole thing to be just an abrasive uh, encroachment. And this guy, I'm not trying to really slag off Bill Maher, but the other, he's like listening to, I hear him cackling to Bill. You know, I, I like Bill Maher like 15 years ago, whatever the fuck. He's still like, at the end of the day, like you're in your 30s and you're still like looking to Bill Maher for politics. That's the thing. He, it's not a comedian. And he, even if it was comedian, the guy's a bit smug, but whatever. But, you know, you, you're looking at that guy and like you listen to like, you know, Bill, like you're going to what? You're going to fucking listen to. Uh, what's the guy's name? Ben Affleck, tear apart Sam Harris as if he's tearing him apart. You're like only is he, that's what that show is great for. Take a lunatic like Sam Harris and have put Ben fucking Affleck up against him, and then we go, you're a racist. And I was like, well, even if he is, it's just a weird way to argue. But that's the epitome of that show. It's just like, well, you're a racist. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm calling you a racist. And it's like, yeah, he's doing racial science. It wasn't that big of a leap, Batman. But why don't you? qualify your statements a little bit because you're a coward that's why because you're, it's cowards attacking racists and it's just it's doomed i i mean i hope this whole this serial thing it probably won't go under i really hope it puts npr on you know out of business but i'm i don't even know how they make money i mean do people just donate this is one of those things that the helena rubenstein foundation just donates to npr probably is i should really look into it uh we're gonna transition uh the first I got. First of all, I'm gonna get. I had a falafel for uh, lunch. Uh, very good falafel, but I'm pretty gassy right now. It's reminding me of the last time I had to take a shit in public, and by public I mean anywhere but work, because I spent a lot of time at work just shitting. Uh, that's a good. I mean, the, if you're not shitting at work, I don't know how you're living. I mean, what are you afraid of shitting? Do you work at a coal mine? I mean, I feel like coal mines are the place you can shit the most, and you have to crawl through a coal mine to get to your coal. But you can probably like shit into a bag and then throw that bag into a into some kind of ditch or like throw it into a rock you've already picked at. So you can kind of like just this is the shit. I mean, it'll get hard and turn into a, maybe you're afraid you're gonna like end up picking that coal what you thought was coal and turns out to be shit. I don't know. My point is take shits at work. But uh, I'm really getting sick of when you shit. I got to a coffee shop the other day and uh, I am assaulted. I, am a, I was assaulted at a coffee shop. And um, I don't know if everyone's going to agree with my use of uh, nomenclature. I was assaulted in the bathroom of a coffee shop because I was in there taking a shit, not for qu- very long. I wasn't in there for like more than a couple minutes, taking a shit in the morning. They, they sell coffee. Okay, I was cut off in the middle of that because someone heard me talking about, uh, screaming about shit. And, uh, yeah, so we got, you know, it's been a half hour since that happened. Uh, I got stuck into a, not quite an HR meeting, but, you know, whatever. Point is, you, you're fucking asking me. So I'm sitting in this coffee shop. I forget where I was. I'm sitting in this coffee shop, and uh, I'm taking a shit. 
as I'm supposed to do. They serve you coffee. You're supposed to shit when you drink coffee. If you're not shitting when you're drinking coffee, there's something wrong with you, okay? You're supposed to shit. So I'm taking a shit, and I get a knock on the goddamn door. Not even a jiggle. For, like, I don't know what makes me more mad. If you're jiggling the knob and then knocking or just not. What kind of maniac do you have to be to be knocking on a door while someone's taking a shit? We're doing whatever. I mean, you don't know they're taking a shit. That's your that's your excuse. What do you what are you looking to gain from this? Do you want me to invite you in? Do you want to have a conversation? Be a per, you, you you try the knob. If the knob is locked, someone's in the toilet. Do you think I died on the toilet in two minutes? Do you think I'm just sitting there decomposing with my fucking pants around my ankles, shit falling out of my ass? I mean, I've seen plenty of people die in the toilet. That's a weird. I mean, there is. We can do a little sidebar because you know when I worked in the morgue, everyone knows I worked in the morgue. Uh, there was uh, a lot of people used to come in, and we'd see the pictures from the scene because I didn't take the pictures at the scene. I only took them in the morgue. I was told because of the O.J. Simpson trial, I wasn't allowed to go to the scene. Um, something to do with multiple photographers and a perspective. Anyway, people would die on the toilet all the time. And you'd see them, and they'd be decomposed. There'd be like a swamp thing, or like a guy who looks like an Incredible Hulk, if the Incredible Hulk's powers was to halfway through transforming, just start shitting out of his asshole all of his organs, just shitting his organs out of his ass, and then dying. Um, it, it was that kind of Hulk. Um, I'd like to see that in the next Hulk. And, and I think Mark Ruffalo is still under contract with the Avengers uh, movies, the MCU movies. I know uh, famously uh, Captain America and Iron Man and Thor are all done, I think, but Hulk has one more movie, and hopefully that movie can be him going to the toilet, maybe at Black Widow's house, because I think he still has a relationship with Black Widow, you know, Scarlett Johansson, Um, and, you know, in the middle of making love, perhaps, um, he can say, "Oh, that you know that Indian food I ate, um, and not because you know Indian food is just, you know has spices, so it makes you shit sometimes. Delicious, I love Indian food." But he grabs his he grabs his back and says, while he's thrusting himself inside of the Black Widow, and he goes, "Oh, this Indian this tikka masala this this chicken tikka masala, or this lamb rogan gosh has really made me have to shit. I love you, sweetie, but I'm gonna have to." You know, uh, break this love session into two parts, much like the Infinity War and Endgame. This will be part one, and part two will be after I shit, and I'll enter you again. Um, something romantic like that. Um, so, you know, and then he goes to take a shit, not realizing that he's actually very ill, and he goes onto the toilet, and he starts turning into the Hulk because he's gripping his, his asshole is gripping the shit so hard. And then, uh, you know, um, the, the the organ meat of his body, his heart and his lungs and his, um, his maybe his dick even. His dick just comes out like from, inverts into his body and out his asshole uh, into the toilet. And it's just him and, and the Black Widow, uh, the world-class assassin, is hearing this noise. So she goes in and goes, oh, maybe he has to take a bad shit. Maybe I can help pull the shit out of his ass. Because she's helpful and she's not squeamish. And she's uh, shocked and, 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 and saddened to discover that her lover slash business partner slash, I guess, team member has shit his organs out of himself. Terrible situation. Um, 
that should be like that should be post end game or like you know the real end game. That, I mean, I might I might make a version of uh, Avengers with that. Maybe Lucy can play Black Widow and I'll be the Hulk. We'll bring this up on Our Love Is Disgusting, perhaps. So we'll do. We have our own little cinematic universe going on in the podcasts. You know, where like this will be a crossover uh, topic where I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna start it here. And if you want to, if you want to hear the rest of it, go listen to Our Love Is Disgusting, which will be available wherever podcasts are. See, that's cross promoting an action. Phenomenal. I just started that. All right, so point is, back to my thing, the shitting. I mean, like, you know, what do you think of... Oh, so people are dying in the world all the time. They're always dying. Uh, they're always being found on the toilet. And the doc, I would say, doctor, why is this? Is there some kind of... Sh- they're getting, are they all, like, shitting organ meat out? And like, no, no, it's just that you feel... Like, oh, no, doc, listen to me. They're shitting the blood out, and, the, and their blood gets thinner, and they know, no, let me tell you. And they go... Do they have something inside? Did they shove something inside their ass? And now it's coming out. And they would say, hey, listen to me, you fat fuck. I'm the doctor. You're the, you're the photographer. Just listen to me. And they would tell me that the, uh, the no, it's just you feel terrible because all sorts of stuff is happening. And yeah, when, when, you know, the first thing you think of, I mean, he said, and I agree with it, and maybe you'll disagree. But the first thing you do when you don't feel good is you try to shiv it out. You probably ate something weird. Some fucking, you know, circus peanuts, maybe a piece of lint, a bunch of rusty nails, whatever. You try to shit that out because, you know, it's just inside you. It's toxic and your body's trying to get rid of it. And it's a perfectly natural reaction. Um, and then you die in the toilet, you know, struggling. Maybe sometimes you're maybe getting an aneurysm because you're trying to shit too hard. Like that episode of Sopranos with the turkey meat. I don't know. But most of the time, it's just you having to... You know, you feel terrible, and then you, and you shit. So uh, they find you dead on the toilet, decompose sometimes, with your fucking pants around your ankles. And this is what the people at the coffee shop are perhaps envisioning. But, you know, let me rot. Let my body fucking rot. I don't give a... You know, like, what you're, you think it's going to start smelling? Yeah, it is going to start smelling. I'm a, I'm a fat guy. My fat's all going to turn render into a black sludge. It's going to seep through the floor, floorboards. That's going to take, like, you know, a week, probably. Maybe at least four or five days. Um, you know, so why don't you fucking get off my back? Be a person. I mean, one time I was in a... nothing. I was in a car... What was I? What was I? McDonald's. I was in a McDonald's. And uh, with Tim Dillon, actually. It was a nice little crossover with the old podcast. I'm in a, I'm in a McDonald's with Tim Dillon, taking a shit. Maybe I was in there for five minutes. I mean, I take a, I take long shits. I take long, luxurious shits when I'm home. I just let it leak out of my ass. And then, you know, I, I wait for it to all kind of just seep out. And then wipe, you know, later. I read a book or something. But when I'm in public, I don't waste time. So I'm in there for maximum five minutes. I was online for a while because it's McDonald's. And, you know, you're, you're, you're waiting for the bathroom. So whatever. I was in there for a few minutes. And I'm just getting thrashed. No, the noise of the, the door is thrashing. Ba 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 Eh, jiggling the door. Eh. And I'm like, I'll be out in a second. I'm screaming at these people. And I'm wiping as fast as I can. I get out. And, and Tim is just like, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, yeah, I know, right? He's like, what the fuck were you doing in there? I, I, I thought he was commiserating with me. No, he was mad at me. Because he said people were trying to... Uh, you know, do shoot heroin in the bathroom, and they were mad at me. And like, yeah, I, but he was against me. This is my point. Like, this is supposed to be a friend of mine, and like, he's watching. He's, he's there with the pitchfork, waiting to crucify me. 
It's like, where am I supposed to shit in this city? There's no way to shit. It's probably been talked about plenty of times on this podcast, but where in this city are you supposed to shit? You know, there's going to come a time they think they can just close people out. They think they can just fucking kind of like do like a like a, like a block by block thing when they did in Singapore or Rula Giuliani did where they come like we're going to clean up block by block and like no one's going to be allowed to shit in public. But the reality is there's going to come a certain point when people are going to start fighting back. Civilized people and even uncivilized people, they need somewhere to shit. And if you're going to fucking remove that basic human decency, that human dignity, and you, you, you're going you're gonna to find, you're going to be walking into, stepping into piles of human shit. Because that happened to me and Lucy, uh, I think, on uh, New Year's Day or something, or one of those days, uh, we stepped into human shit. She did, or we almost did. It was bad. But also, uh, right by our house in Brooklyn. But, I mean, you're also going to be, you know, people are going to start rioting. I'm not calling for rioting. I don't think people should riot. But they're going to burn shit down. They're going to fucking, they're going to cause trouble because you wanted to get cute with the bathrooms. You wanted to fucking, you know, play games. And it's not going to stand, at least as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, is this uh, plane, what, the Boeing, whatever the fuck, Max 770... Who the fuck knows numbers? I've been on a plane only once in my life. You probably know that. I went to New Orleans in, uh, what year was that, 20, at the end of uh, 2017. That was the first time I've ever been on a plane in my whole goddamn life. Still, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like I have perspective on this situation. Because this plane, there was a situation where, like, it went down in Kenya and 300 people died. And another one went down recently. Both having to do with the software glitch on the new Boeing. It's basically the nose. Uh, the, the software used like the nose pushing down to compensate for some kind of bullshit, and so the plane crashed. And everyone's freaking out, and they are talking about how we have to ground all these planes. It'll cost so much money, and then I hear people say. But, you know, air, despite this, air travel is still the most, the safest way to travel by far of any transportation. And my just initial and, you know, enduring question is why? Why? Why is, if it's that safe, why don't we cut a few fucking corners? Why, why are we, why am I paying Two hundred dollars to go to fucking New Orleans, make it make it forty bucks, and then if I die, you know, all right. I mean, I, if I die at the same rate that I'll die in an Uber, that seems fine. I take Ubers all the time. I'm not expecting to die. Why don't you just get it to the Uber level? Like, you know, one one out of every hundred planes crashes, but you know, and every two hundred fatally. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a doctor. But, you know, I feel like our quality, you know, for some people, for some unlucky few, their uh, existence of life will be shortened or wiped out. But for the rest of us, our quality of life will be vastly improved. I mean, you could, um, even if you don't, you know, make it cost savings, I can get a hoagie maybe. Give me a hoagie on a plane. I, I got some, like, kind of, I was in first class because my mom bought the tickets. I don't. Didn't seem that nice, honestly. Like, the food was like, whatever, crab cakes, but they weren't that great. Give me a nice hoagie. Uh, I'd love a hoagie. Um, maybe a some peach iced tea. 
uh, a nice yerba mate. You ever had a yerba mate? It's like an energy drink that doesn't have caffeine. It's made from the yerba plant. Put that on the plane uh, and charge me whatever. Don't charge me for bags. Like, why are we so fixated on keeping everyone alive? Don't get, you know... Nuts. Don't, you know, if you have a nut allergy, don't eat nuts. If I have a nut, maybe if you have a nut allergy, you can fight through it. I know some of you people are saying, no, you'll go into anaphylactic shock. You'll die. Maybe. I'm not a doctor. You know, if you want a podcast from a doctor, um, do that. But, you know, I'm Kump. This is Ray Kump. I didn't put a doctor in front of my name. I'm not Dr. Oz. I'm not Dr. Drew, all right? I'm not pretending to be a doctor like some people, uh, you know, acting like, you know, I'm Dr. Laura or I'm, do- I have a do- I'm a doctorate in philosophy. I have a doctorate in being dirty, have my asshole not clean because it didn't wipe hard enough. That's my doctorate. They don't give doctorates after that. You probably fake that, though. I mean, I probably could do a doctorate in just anal uh, cleanliness. That's... Not going to get me paid, though. But my point is, yeah, just fucking let's just, you know, maybe we'll get plane, double-decker planes. Why not have it like they used to have that back in the day, two-story planes? Why not have a casino on a plane? Why not have a circus on a plane? Why not have a plane where I can, like, lay in a, like, you know, from clips that, like, go into my skin, like some kind of S&M thing? Like an S&M plane. But I don't mean like an S&M, like, like a sex cruise. I mean, like, you just have these various different options of how you want to fly. Maybe you want to have, like, a boot in your ass. Maybe you want to have gerbils put inside you. Maybe you want to have a big dildo shoved in your mouth. I'm just saying these should be options. And if you focus less on safety, we could accommodate them. Like, right now, everyone's so worried about not dying that, like, they're not realizing they're not really living. You're not really living, so stop worrying about dying. Get a dildo in your mouth and a fucking dribble in your ass while you're flying, and that might be a nicer way to go visit your parents for Thanksgiving. You know, try things out. You know, this is all common sense. So, um, yeah. All right, so that's my sound abrupt. I don't know if we cut away abruptly. Uh, I was recording these maybe at work, maybe not. I can't officially say so, but um, it's a shorter episode. Uh, but I think we had fun. Um, I want to thank my Patreon followers: Night Shift Lifestyle, uh, David Hofstetter, Diane Cage. Uh, there was one other one. I don't have my fucking thing in front of me, uh, but I'll get you next time. And I really appreciate you guys. Yeah, donate to my Patreon. Go listen to Our Love is Disgusting. Uh, it's a great new first episode. If you don't see it available right away, you know, it's just a technical... Well, by, by next week, it'll all be... But check back as much as you want, because, you know, as soon as it gets approved, uh, it'll be available on all platforms. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Um, we'll be back to full-length episodes, you know, next week or whatever. Uh, just, you know, bear with me, all right? We're, this is a work in progress. We're launching all new things. Don't forget to send me your ASMR uh, suggestions. Uh, you know, what you want me to touch during an ASMR video, the noises. You know, get get involved. And uh, uh, I'll see you next week. Goodbye.